Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. God is still on the throne, and prayer changes things. Take Watchmen on the Wall with you by downloading our free mobile app. Visit your app store and type the letters SWRC in the search bar. The SWRC mobile app has hundreds of archived programs, as well as the latest program available to you. The SWRC mobile app. Download it today. And available for the very first time, the entire Columbus, Ohio Prophecy Conference. All 12 speakers, 20 total presentations, one complete DVD set. Topics include secret societies, the invisible war on the saints, Jewish roots of Christianity, the earth as it was, unveiling the Antichrist, one world update, and much more. Included in this complete set is Jonathan Kahn's special presentation on the Josiah Manifesto. Make sure you order the complete Columbus Conference DVD set today when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. You can also order at our website, swrc.com. Here's our host, Dr. Larry Spargimino, with today's special guest. Many Christians, unfortunately, neglect Bible prophecy. Such a neglect is terribly wrong. But I have good news. I am holding in my hand a book titled, One Day Nearer, Daily Devotions in Anticipation of Jesus' Glorious Return. This is a 383-page volume. It brings you a fresh daily devotion from Bible prophecy. The author, Steve Miller, is on the phone with me. Great to have you on the show, Steve. It's great to be here, Pastor Larry. I really appreciate the ministry that you have out Southwest. You have a good audience and uh, really appreciate your love for the Word and your love for Israel. You are very highly qualified. I've read the list of accomplishments. Uh, You're a longtime editor at Harvest House Publishers with a special focus on Bible prophecy, cultural issues, and Bible study resources. And you've written several books. I, I, I think that's amazing. And I love the idea of a book of daily devotions dealing with prophetic issues. Praise the Lord. So, Brother Steve, how did that idea take shape in your mind? Well, going back to what you said a moment ago about many Christians shying away from Bible prophecy, you almost can't blame them because so often the common perception is that Bible prophecy is difficult to understand. Or there are people out there who have sensationalized it, and so they've made it controversial. And so there are a lot of issues within Bible prophecy that are reason for debate. And Christians kind of shy away from that. They think, well, if it's hard to understand or it's too controversial, I'm not sure I want to get into that. Right. And so unfortunately, there's that common perception out there. But when you consider that Bible prophecy is part of God's own word, and that God put those prophecies there for a reason, then we have to think, well, I should read it. It's a part of his word. It's a part of what helps make me complete. In Second uh, Timothy three sixteen and 17, it says that all scripture is given so that we may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. And that includes Bible prophecy. And so my thought was, why not create a book that looks at the positives, the blessings, the inspiration, and the encouragement that Bible prophecy can be, and the instruction that it gives us, 
many people think, well, prophecy talks about the future. Yes, it does. But it's also very practical for today. There are many things we can learn from it for our everyday lives. And so I thought, why not break that down into 365 devotions where people can read a little bit at a time, learn about prophecy bit by bit, precept by precept, and grow in their knowledge of prophecy and see just how wonderful it is and how marvelous a God we have as we study Bible prophecy. Well, I've read some of uh, your devotions. They are so excellent, right on the mark. They, what should I say, they're biblical. You know, you, your knowledge of the scripture, of Bible doctrine, of the purpose and place of prophecy and what it means for us is amazing. Just on one page, <laughs> one daily devotion, a reader can learn so much about himself or herself so much about the Lord, and so much about Bible prophecy. And you know, Steve, what I think is, is amazing, when I was saved, I was saved in a partial preterist church, and I know you know what that means. And later on, as I grew in the faith, I really came to be a, a futurist. That changed my whole orientation, the way I look at current events, like like what's happening now in Israel and in other parts of the world. It just gave me a whole new outlook on things, and I think that's so important. So I do want to encourage our, our listeners to, to get this book. It's an amazing book, One Day Nearer, Daily Devotions in Anticipation of Jesus' Glorious Return. I guarantee that this is a 383-page book, but it is packed full with daily devotion. Just read one page, one scripture, and you will just, you will marvel at what the author has written. This is amazing. Our toll-free number, 1-800-652-1144. Now, Steve, you begin the book by talking about the various reasons God included prophecies in the Bible. What are some of those reasons? I'll just start by saying that one of the things I wanted to do in the book was to try to create it in a way that both people who are new to prophecy can gain something from it, and people who are very familiar with prophecy can gain something as well, that it would be informative for both audiences. And yes, there were... uh, at the beginning of the book, there is a list of the reasons that Bible prophecy is so important and why they're included in Scripture and why we should study Bible prophecy. And, and among those reasons is, one, to give us hope, good and righteousness will prevail. God wants us to know what the outcome is. Yes. You can imagine how difficult it would be if we had no prophecies in the Bible, if we had no idea what was going to happen in the future, if we had yeah. no idea that Satan was going to be conquered and diminished. We had no idea what the future held for us as Christians. And so God gave us Bible prophecy to give us hope, another reason to help us to have an eternal focus. Bible prophecy helps us to be thinking about the future, to have a heavenward focus in our lives, to uh, put our treasures up in heaven. And Bible prophecy also motivates us to purity. It reminds us of the fact that we will be in Christ's presence someday that we will live in heaven with him someday. And that alone is reason to motivate us to live pure lives and please him. And then also Bible prophecy reminds us that time is getting short. Yes. There isn't much time left to share the gospel with people. We have no idea how soon the rapture might be. 
So Bible prophecy spurs us to share the gospel. And then I think one of the neatest reasons of all is that Bible prophecy helps us to remember that God is God. As we read prophecy, we're reminded, look, God's track record in Bible prophecy is 100%. Everything that he has said will happen has happened, which means he's sovereign, he's in control. And so when we personally feel like our lives are running out of control, when things don't make sense and we're wondering why certain things are happening to us and we face all kinds of difficulties and there's just questions in our mind, looking at Bible prophecy reminds us God is in control. He's steering the wheel. Everything is okay. And the outcome will be good and right in the end. Yeah, that's all so true. Uh, Thank you for sharing that. And I know I've studied comparative religions, and many of them have a cyclical view of life. You know, we're just going around and around and around. But the Bible has a linear view of life. There's a beginning. God created everything in the beginning. There is motion forward through time. And then there is consummation, and God in his sovereignty, as you mentioned the word sovereign and sovereignty, God in his sovereignty has the whole thing in control. So not only is he sovereign in some things, he's sovereign in history. History, of course, is his story, and I praise the Lord for that. That is, that is so wonderful. Well, friends, we are visiting with Steve Miller. He's our guest. We're talking about his book, One Day Nearer, Daily Devotions in Anticipation of Jesus' Glorious Return. It is a 365-day devotional meant to inspire and inform Christians about the many wonderful truths found in Bible prophecy. What a wonderful idea. You know, every day you can read and meditate on a devotional that focuses on the return of Jesus Christ and attendant events. I know you will want your own copy. We would be happy to send you a copy. Our toll-free number is 1-800-652-1144. The author is Steve Miller. The title of the book, One Day Nearer, Daily Devotions in Anticipation of Jesus' Glorious Return. Steve, I know that some Christians shy away from uh, Bible prophecy. Uh, What are some of the reasons why we should not do that. One of the first reasons is Bible prophecy comes from God himself. God himself put it in uh, the Bible for a reason. This is information he wants us to know. This is information that he meant to bless us with. In Revelation chapter 1, verse 3, we read about how the prophecies in the book of Revelation are meant to be a blessing to us. Blessed are those who read this book And when we think about the fact that the book of Revelation alludes to the Old Testament something like 400 times plus, and that the book of Revelation is built upon prophecies that come earlier in Scripture, particularly from the book of Daniel, the book of Isaiah, the book of Ezekiel, the book of Jeremiah, all of those are carried over into Revelation. And so really when we think about it, All of Bible prophecy is meant to bless us. It's meant to inform us. It's meant to help us. I think one analogy you can have is that when you're in a race, and in a sense we're all in a race in life, the Apostle Paul compares the Christian life to running a race. If you can't see the finish line, you have no sense of certainty about what lies ahead. 
But when you can see the finish line, you're inspired, you're encouraged, you know there's a goal to be reached, you can keep moving forward. And that's what Bible prophecy does. Bible prophecy helps us to see the finish line. When we can't see the finish line, it just makes the Christian life more difficult. We have no idea what we're aiming for. Right. But when we can see the finish line, we know what we're aiming for. We're aiming for heaven. Amen. And, you know, as you were speaking, I, I was thinking of, you spoke about the present, the future, and so forth. You really bring the listener or the reader into some really deep prophecy. I'm looking at page 206, Daniel 70 weeks, God's purposes for Israel. 70 weeks are decreed about your people and your holy city to finish and then to put an end, to atone, to bring, to seal. And wow, your explanation of this very, very important prophecy, I I think it's a key prophecy in Daniel 9, the 70 weeks, is so easy to understand, so close to the Bible, really right on the target. And it's all here in front of the reader, all on one page. Uh, You have so much like that in the book. I think it's absolutely amazing. I wanted to ask you, you are so knowledgeable in the scriptures. Are you a a seminary graduate or maybe have you taught in Bible college? (laughs) Actually, no. I had the good fortune to sit under some very good Bible teachers through the years, so I was able to uh, sit under the teaching of uh, pastors who are very knowledgeable in the Word and who are dedicated to making sure that Scripture was interpreted accurately. Right. You talked earlier about going to a preterist church. Well, I grew up going to churches where prophecy was not talked about at all. Right. And so I had no idea about anything pertaining to the future other than someday we'll go to heaven. But when I went to college, I was able to go to a church where Scripture was taught expositorily and faithfully, and this included teaching from Bible prophecy, and it really opened my eyes, just like your eyes opened, my eyes opened too, (laughs) to all of what we need to know about truth and Scripture and God. And so one of the neat things about Bible prophecy is it tells us about God, it tells us about Christ, it tells us about the Christian life. It tells us about God's faithfulness. There is so much richness packed up in Bible prophecy. And the prophecy about Daniel's 70th week is particularly engaging because it is so precise, it is so exact. It shows how exacting God is about the future. He doesn't just vaguely work things out somehow and hope that things work together. He has a very specific schedule, a very specific timeline, a very specific framework in which he does everything. And as we look at that, as we look at the 70th week of Daniel and how God planned all of that, we can think, wow, this is the same God who is orchestrating things in my own life. This is the same God who works with precision with history. He's working with precision in my own life. That's so amazing that you speak about applying it in that way. I pastor a mostly Chinese church in Oklahoma City, And one of the things that we do, now we don't do it every Sunday, but we do learn about prophecy. I teach it in a very simple way. I've got a lot of stories, stories from the Bible, stories from from the news. In fact, we had a Thanksgiving service just a few days ago, and 
Two of the people said they really appreciated me tying in Bible prophecy with current events. And in many churches, you don't see that. Things are just happening kind of in a willy-nilly manner, and, and they don't really connect with anything. Well, actually, if you know something about prophecy, <laughs> what's happening today? I mean, the story has already been told. We know how it turns out. We've been studying the Abrahamic Covenant in uh, Genesis chapter 15 on Wednesday evening, going through the life and story of Abraham. So it's really made a difference, and I think that's so wonderful in the way you explain it, and especially the ease and clarity with which you, uh, you deal with these daily devotions, these really rich topics that are so relevant. And you explain them in such a wonderful way. Um, Listener, you need this book, One Day Nearer, Daily Devotions in Anticipation of Jesus' Glorious Return by Steve Miller. Our toll-free number, 1-800-652-1144. Steve, what would you say is the most important reason that we should care about Bible prophecy? I mean, the most important reason. I would say because Christ is at the center of it all. From the very first prophecy in Genesis 3.15, through hundreds of prophecies all through the Old Testament and on into the New Testament, Christ is at the center of so many prophecies. God's plan of salvation is all laid out for us, largely through prophecy. So all the prophecies about Christ's first coming, all the prophecies about Christ's second coming, And for every prophecy about Christ's first coming, there are eight prophecies about Christ's second coming. And so there are literally hundreds of prophecies in Scripture that tell us about God's plan for bringing us back to himself through Christ, through what Christ would do on the cross. And so when we study Bible prophecy, we are studying what God planned to do through Christ. We are studying about Christ himself. We are studying about God's rescue plan to bring man back to him. So our salvation, the Lord who saved us, the Lord who leads us and guides us, and who even created us, he is visible, very visible in Bible prophecy. So because Christ is at the center of it, that alone should be a great reason to study it. Yes, certainly. With Jesus and him dwelleth the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And, And so we learn so much. One of the things that I really delight in in studying Bible prophecy. In fact, in my, my movement from uh, partial preterism to uh, futurism, I came to see, and I've spoken to other people about it, and also in our church, but I've come to see that in history, there are two lines of development. There are the lines of, of good. We see a lot of good things happening, but there are also the lines of evil. And we never see in this life and in this age a resolution. Which one wins? Okay, we, a lot of good things happen. People get saved. I think there are revivals going on. But then we see that uh, some country does something really bad and kills a lot of people. So we never see one overruling the other, good or evil. We see both. But when we study Bible prophecy, we know how it all turns out. And I think for people who are deep thinkers. I think that's really so important because we wonder about things like like that. And I've had people from our own church tell us it just brings peace to their minds to know that 
God is going to take care of everything. You know, I, I think there's a natural desire to take revenge. I, you know, if I didn't know how it all turns out, I think I would have to be a terrorist. I would try to right some of the wrongs. But I know who wins. We win. Jesus wins. Love, the love of God wins. And that is the one of the most exciting things for me. And so, friends, we're, we're just about out of time for this, this interview. But we're going to have Steve back for our next broadcast. Please be sure to tune in. We will continue speaking about the book, One Day Nearer. And just look at that title, One Day Nearer. Today, the return of Jesus is one day nearer than yesterday. And that's the way it's working out. So, friends, I want to ask you, do you know Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior? The time is right now. This is the day of salvation. Believe on him and you will have eternal life. In his book, One Day Nearer, Steve Miller shares an invitation to let the great truths and promises found in Bible prophecy encourage you. As you read the 365 daily devotions within, you'll see God's love, power, and wisdom on display in all that he has done and will do at Christ's first and second comings. You'll learn what it means to live wisely in these last days and set your mind on things that are above. And you'll discover the many ways God is committed to sustaining you today and will bless you in the future. The more we take God's prophetic promises to heart, the more we live each day with an eternal perspective, one that enables us to preserve through life's challenges, live in anticipation of Christ's return, and rejoice in the wonders of heaven and eternity. Order One Day Nearer today when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. You can also order on our website, swrc.com. Archaeologist and Christian apologist Clayton Van Hus comes now to help us be biblically grounded. I'm Clayton Van Hus, director of Affirm the new apologetics branch of Southwest Radio Ministries. I would like to introduce you to Biblically Grounded, which is an upcoming podcast through Affirm, where we will talk about archaeology and apologetics. And so I want to give you an idea of what you can expect from Biblically Grounded. Archaeologists have unearthed a number of ancient texts that appear to recount the same events as several biblical accounts, including creation, and the flood of Noah. Skeptics often use the similarities between these Mesopotamian writings and the biblical recording of events to claim that the authors of the Bible borrowed their stories from Sumerian sources. And while there are a number of similarities, there are also many differences. The parallels are better explained by a common origin rather than plagiarism by biblical authors. The Eridu Genesis is the oldest known written account of the creation of the earth written sometime around 1600 BC. The text is fragmentary and indicates that the goddess Nintur created humans to be the caretakers of the earth during a time in which there was no serpent, no scorpion, and as there was no hyena, no panther, no wolf, as there was no fear of attack, man had no opponent. The gods decided to send a flood to destroy mankind. The god Enki warns a human priest, King Ziosudra, about the impending flood, Ziosudra builds a boat, saving himself, his family, and a pair from each living creature. 
After the flood, Ziusudra disembarks from his boat with the animals, makes a sacrifice, and is granted immortality by the gods. The Enuma Elish, or When on High, is the account of creation according to the Babylonians, and likely dates earlier to sometime between 1300 to 1100 BC. According to the text, existence began with the chaos of the waters. The freshwater, Apsu, and saltwater, Tiamat, were the progenitors of the other gods. These lesser gods angered Apsu and Tiamat with their incessant noisemaking. A war broke out and a minor god named Ea killed Apsu. Tiamat created the dangerous creatures to destroy Ea and the other gods, or Anunnaki. Ea created Marduk, who fought for the Anunnaki and destroyed Tiamat. The body of Tiamat formed the sky and the earth. After forming the cosmos, Marduk created man from clay and his own blood to serve the gods with manual labor. Marduk then commanded the Anunnaki to create Babylon, or Eridu, and a tower of brick. The Epic of Gilgamesh tells the story of Gilgamesh, the king of Uruk, who befriends a wild man named Enkidu. After some adventure, the gods become angry and kill Enkidu. Gilgamesh becomes upset over the death of his friend and undertakes a quest to attain immortality. Gilgamesh meets Utnapishtim, the survivor of the flood, who has been granted immortality by the gods. Utnapishtim describes the events of the flood and how he sealed his ark with bitumen. The ark comes to rest on a mountain, and Utnapishtim makes a sacrifice to the gods. Utnapishtim tells Gilgamesh of a flower in the sea that will grant him immortality. Gilgamesh retrieves the flower but loses it to a serpent. Gilgamesh then continues his mortal life in Uruk and lives contentedly. Now, the oldest known tablets of the epic date to the 7th century BC, although scholarly consensus dates the story to around 2000 BC. In Genesis, God sent the great flood to cleanse the earth from the rebellion of both man and spirit beings. The flood preserved God's creation and the line of man through whom would be born a savior. The cuneiform tablets of Mesopotamia present the flood as an angry god deciding to wipe out humans who were disturbing his sleep. It was another god who warned Utnapishtim of the coming deluge, and man survived in spite of the efforts of a god. The similarities between these ancient texts indicate a common origin. The differences show us that the Bible did not simply copy older traditions from another culture. When taken as a whole, these texts point to events that were remembered and passed down by different civilizations until they were recorded in the forms that we read today. They recall the same events, but are documented from different perspectives. So these are the sorts of things you can expect from Biblically Grounded. The absolute certainty of Christ's return is proclaimed all through the Bible. God has given us many prophecies about this wonderful event to fill us with hope. In a world that is descending deeper into evil and darkness, Bible prophecy is God's way of assuring us that ultimately, goodness and righteousness will prevail. Enjoy daily devotions in anticipation of Jesus' glorious return in Steve Miller's book, One Day Nearer. Order One Day Nearer when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. You can also order One Day Nearer at our website, swrc.com. 
That's swrc.com. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit swrc.com. Thank you.